Hello and welcome back to Women Wholesaling to Freedom. This is Rifka Perkins. You know, as real estate wholesalers or anyone selling anything, including selling themselves, we have maybe 10 seconds to bond in some way with our prospects. And yes, we are selling something. We're selling ourselves to others. As you realize you're not the only wholesaler interested in their property, you must do something special to set yourself apart from every other wholesaler on the block. And I mean something really different. I'm referring to things I read in an interesting book regarding the new psychology of sales and marketing, and it's called buying trances. Yes, buying trances. One of the ways to differentiate yourself from others is to learn more about the new concepts of sales and marketing psychology. You know, that old forced sales model in which the person trying to sell something is really only interested in what the prospect can do for them. Basically, they're interested only in having the prospect buy their property or excuse me, buy their product so that the salesperson can make a commission and they have absolutely no concern at all for what the prospects wants and needs are. For years, I've studied the works of Dr. Joe Vitale, who is a tremendously gifted copywriter, marketing consultant, author, and influencer. One of his books entitled Buying Trances is a study of the new psychology of sales and marketing. And yes, we are selling ourselves all the time. It's that 10 seconds when someone first meets you that they make a snap decision whether they like and trust you or not. That's a tremendously important time when you're trying to build rapport and bond with the prospective seller. We must differentiate ourselves from other wholesalers interested in that property. Often, other wholesalers feel the only way to set themselves apart is just by the amount they are offering for the property. But there is a lot more involved in relating to your prospect than just money. I mean, there's a lot more. You know, one important factor is that we must sell ourselves to our prospects before we can ever just be able to help them with their problem. You see, of all of the real estate transactions completed in any city or state, 95% of these transactions are handled by realtors at a retail price. And there's a small 5% of all properties that will be sold through services of a wholesaler or an investor. You must make a positive impression on the seller within 10 seconds of making that first call or meeting for the first time in order to set yourself apart from others. You know, as women wholesalers, we have a distinct advantage as most sellers are, well, they're more likely to lower the defenses just a little bit when contacted by a woman. Studies show that women have an advantage of not being perceived as being as aggressive as men and therefore are in a position to connect more easily with the seller. Let me tell you a little story. Several months ago, I was contacting 
people going into pre for who are in pre foreclosure. And I called a gentleman and I left a message on his phone. And within two to three minutes, he called me back. Now, he was having a really hard time. His house was in in disarray. He had had a really bad accident and had lost his girlfriend. Couldn't afford to pay the house payment, so he had his friends move in. The friends, well, they didn't pay the payment. And so eight months later, he finds out that his beautiful home has now gone in getting ready to go to auction and his really good credit score was now at around 500. He called me back and one of the things he said when my partner and I went to visit him was the reason he called me back was because he hadn't had any women calling him before about the property, although he'd had several people call. And he felt that the tone of my voice showed that I was really interested in helping him. Even though we had never talked, we'd never met, it was just a feeling he had from a female voice on the phone. So think about how you as a woman wholesaler can really make a difference with people and really make an impact on them. Because in order to make a sale or to sell yourself today, you have to meet your prospect in the current state of mind that they're in. Dr. Vitali calls it a trance that they're in. That trance is in essence the conversation that that other person is having in their head about their situation. This is extremely important if you're meeting with a seller who's in a very difficult situation as my prospect was, and you need someone, and they need someone to help them solve the problem, such as a real estate property that they need to sell or a situation in which the property is distressed and must be sold through a seller or an investor. And think about this. Many, many people have no idea where to turn for help because the only thing they really know about, they know that realtors charge a commission and that they have to pay closing costs. And if they don't have the money or the property is in disarray, they have no idea where to go next. You must first understand the conversation the other person is having in their mind. Otherwise, they simply won't hear you. They won't hear what you have to say because you'll sound just like every other wholesaler who only focuses on what the seller can do for you. You must show that you care about their problem and feel their pain before you can get their attention. Understand that price is not always the motivating factor for someone selling a property or doing business with you. And let me repeat this. Understand that price is not always the motivating factor for someone selling a property or doing business with you. If you can understand their situation and their needs, you can help them more than just by offering the seller a higher price, like a lot of wholesalers are going to do. Dr. Vitali also states that your sales and marketing will reach them 
but they aren't really there. And they don't hear you because they are so preoccupied with their problem. And as a side note, they will not hear you if you don't set yourself apart from everybody else because you're going to be saying the same things that other people are saying if you don't. The other person doesn't hear you because you haven't said anything that will take them out of their thoughts unless you say or do something that gets their attention. Oh, they're there physically, but you know, not emotionally. They'll think of you as just another wholesaler trying to get their property for the lowest possible price with no interest in how to help them with the problem. So you need to find out what is on their mind before you try to persuade them. It's meeting people where they are before you try to take them where you want them to go. It's the difference between you acting like a sideshow barker, yelling at people to step right up, and treating them like a friend that you care about and that you want to help. The former is going for that quick sale, and the latter is going for what Dr. Vitale calls a profitable long-term relationship, or what we call helping people get from where they are to where they really want to be. We must work to discover how to better communicate with people so that our messages and our interactions with people we choose to serve are heard and acted on. It's the little things that make the difference. Take a few moments to think about situations that people you deal with are in. You may find that that seller by driving for dollars or buying a list of absentee owners, maybe a, a list of divorces or inherited properties. But take a moment and move out of your thoughts about the property and put yourself in the seller's shoes. Only think of how this problem is affecting their life. What feelings they have. What burdens this may be causing them. If it's the death of a loved one or a divorce, you know, there are even deeper feelings attached to those situations and to the property. If it's their family home and a parent has died and they were raised in that house, don't you think that they have a lot deeper emotions and memories tied to that? And they need someone who will relate to them about those feelings and help them. One key element is that money may not always be the biggest factor in the sale of a property. And if you can just look at this through their eyes and understand their needs, you will definitely set yourself apart from others whose only focus is the property and the price. It's important to remember people buy from people they like. Oh, let me rephrase that. People do business with people they like. When you enter a conversation that the other person is having in their head, you begin to make them feel like they know you. You create a bond. People like people who are like themselves, so they begin to feel that you're like them and that you understand them. When you allow your personality to come through, people feel a sense of intimacy with you. They begin to feel that they can trust you and rapport begins 
and it becomes much easier to complete the sale and get the property under contract and ultimately help the person out of their problem. Robert Collier was an American self-help author and influencer in the early 20th century. He said, you have to meet the prospect where their thoughts already are. Now that you see one secret to bonding with the prospect or seller, we need to put ourselves in their shoes and concentrate on what causes their pain. What about the situation is weighing heavily on their mind. If you can start to think of different factors that will affect them, you begin to almost bond with them before you've, you've even had that first contact. You must think about this before you start talking to people. You begin to learn the factors that build rapport. People buy or sell on emotion and they justify that decision with logic. So if you can focus on the emotions that they're feeling in their situation, you can easily get the seller to feel more comfortable with you and possibly feel that they only want to work with you. They want to work with you because they feel you get them, their pain and their frustration with the property and they need that they need to sell. You may ask what all this has to do with 10 seconds. However, the first 10 seconds a person meets you, they will develop an instant impression of how to accept what you say. So in order to make that first 10 seconds count, consider using this information to think in terms of what they expect and need first and your objectives second. So let me leave, leave you to think about what situations a seller might be in and what emotions they may be feeling. How you can make those first 10 seconds count to build positive rapport even before you make that first call or knock on their door for your next appointment. So until the next time, when we dive into rapport building a little bit deeper, thank you for listening and have a good day.